all who come to this happy place, welcome. The moment has arrived to welcome the world to Euro Disney. Welcome, curious friends. Come on, everybody. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the seventh episode of the ED92 podcast. As usual, I am joined this month by my two co-hosts, Mr. Beardy Disney Man, Curious Axel. Hey, Axel. Well, good evening or good morning. <laughs> Not yet. Axel is actually joining us live from the Disneyland Paris area. Can we say where you are? Where you are? Yeah. I'm, it's not that. I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm in the castle. No, he's not in the castle. Uh. He's in the uh, Val d'Europe castle. Uh, and uh, Michael McNeela. Hello, Michael. Hello. The best voice of all the Disney podcasts. Um, we are back for the first episode of year 2018. And if you remember, uh, about a month ago, uh, we had a little competition. Um, where uh, you guys had to guess which songs we played during the breaks. And um, we have a winner. His name is Michael Wig. I actually thought he was from Belgium. I think maybe he's from the UK. But um, uh, congratulations, uh, Michael. Uh, you've won. And, and uh, you sent us um, all three songs, uh, which, of course, I had in front of me a second ago, but I don't anymore. But Michael, you have the list. No, maybe? Maybe. So one of them was... Uh... Bravissimo. From Tokyo Disney Sea. From Tokyo Disney Sea. Another was. Bear with me. It was Disneyland's Mickey and the Magical Max soundtrack. And then finally, we had a snippet from the Happily Ever After fireworks. That is right. And even though we only have one winner, we want to thank all the other people who send in the email. Um, <laughs> we. It, although we had some, some uh, good answers, he was like the only one getting all three of them. Or I think we had two or three, but he was the first one to send it in. So that was, that was so everybody knows. So if you, if you were listening to this and said, <laughs> I sent the mail and I had all three right, then you were the, the second or the third one sending the, the correct answers. All right. That made no sense, but yep. No, it totally did. No, I mean... I mean, if somebody if somebody's gonna send in the the correct answers, and you're gonna ask himself, well, I sent the three right correct answers, but he was the fastest. I thought we only had one, but we had three or or more, but yeah, he was like the quickest to do it. So we, we, I definitely uh, made a note to uh, pick easier songs. Although Michael, did you pick the songs? Did I pick the songs? I picked the songs. I think you picked the songs. Yeah. So next time we'll do, we'll make it a little bit easier on you guys. But uh, congratulations, Michael! You have won a Disneyland Paris 25th anniversary book from A to Z, and it is actually the uh, the anniversary edition. I think it has an extra cover and sleeve and everything. So that will be on its way to uh, you very soon. It has a cover and sleeve. Yeah, it and pages, sleeve, you know? it has like and a pictures sleeve. in it. Yeah, <laughs> it has pictures. And it's in it, printed. Yeah. <laughs> it's made of paper. It's made of paper. I almost had it signed by the author. Did almost, you? Almost, but he was quite busy. Oh, yes. Good one. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's start with uh, this month's show. <laughs> Everyone's laughing now. That's great. Uh, if you remember, in November, we took you backstage at the uh, uh, New Year's Eve parade rehearsals. And then um, it happened. It happened for real. And uh, Axel, you were there. 
Um, I couldn't make it, um, but you were there. So um, how was it? I think everything went smoothly. There was there was a little bit of an incident, uh, namely the newest char, uh, the newest char. I've been speaking French too much. The newest float of uh, Stars and Parade stopped working, and uh, um, funny enough, uh, it stopped right in front of our entire team. Uh, oops. But apart from that, I think everything uh, everything went well. No, Axel, what did you think of the party? Yeah, I was happy that uh, the the float broke down because they promised us a parade from an hour and longer. If the float <laughs> didn't break down, we wouldn't have that long of a parade. So I was happy that that happened. That's, um, That's how they do it, things. <laughs> it, it wasn't 90 minutes. So to be to be uh, quite honest, it wasn't 90 minutes. I think all by all, if you uh, maybe 40 minutes. Oh, wow. But was it ever advertised Tops. 90 minutes? Or was it just sort of like what we're told this sort of like as a night? Because when we went, the goal of the night was to also measure how long it would be. And I feel like it's always been said 90 minutes, but I don't, um, I don't know if it was actually advertised as 90 minutes. The communications towards the cast members said 90 minutes. Hmm. All right. Well, but that's the only written thing that we ever saw. So. And uh, what about the rest? of uh, the uh, uh, party. What rest do you mean? Oh, no, there was a rest. We had fireworks. Uh, no, it was... And, and a dance party. And a dance party. Uh, now, the dance party, the location of the dance party uh, is, is horrible. It's, it's, uh, it's just such a tiny place for so many people. And because there wasn't a lot to, to happen that night, except for the parade, fireworks, and dance party... Everybody was jam-packed at the dance party where it was really, you couldn't move, you couldn't dance. It, it was that bad. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so, an ABBA song? You, can, <laughs> you couldn't move, you couldn't uh, dance. You couldn't dance. <laughs> <laughs> A dance party in Discovery Land. It was Discovery Land, right? I feel like it's always in Discovery Land. It was in Discovery Land, but the thing is, where else are you going to have it? Is it because I'm straight that I don't know? What are you insinuating, Axel? Where else are you going to have a dance party? I think Tokyo. Actually, I think Tokyo years back had a New Year's dance party in their hub at Tokyo Disneyland. And they had towers, sort of like light towers with dancers on them. There are pictures. I've seen pictures of this. I've seen videos of this. And they had dancers in the towers. It was all in their hub. You could actually have a party there. Uh, The good thing, well... If I compare it with this year's Halloween party, the back of Frontierland, where we had the voodoo dance party, you had uh, in front of the stage, you had all the people you could dance, and then a bit more behind or in the area just in front of uh, Cowboy Cookout, you could just enjoy the music, dance a little, and have a drink. But that wasn't happening this year, so there was no, like... No dancing. Right. Just go dancing. Yeah. And then we had the fireworks. Yeah. And the fireworks were, were amazing. So oh, the, wow. for me, the, the 49 euros worth it just for the fireworks. Even though they used every day as a celebration. Again. I mean. <laughs> Which is fine. It's fine. It was nice for a change that... The whole uh, the whole show was really based on the fireworks, and not as we have known it since Dreams, 
that it was a projection on the castle and then just a few fireworks behind it. No, it was 100% on the fireworks. And that was really nice. Does that mean the castle had no projection? It was just colored or? Uh, it had a few project projections, but not uh, that in your face. Okay. No. And uh, what I did miss, and maybe not a lot of other people, but there was no street animation. So no little band playing or like these actors in the streets, uh, which I had expected. And yeah, I mean, you have to fill the night and the parade wasn't as long as I hoped to be. The dance party was jam packed. But then what we had for Halloween being a few shows and the animation it, it wasn't there so was it worth it well if you enjoyed and had a good spot for the fireworks yes um, do they have to do more next year definitely maybe have two dance parties one in Frontierland one in Discoveryland um, make it a mix of, of, of music styles so so everybody can go where they want because Frontierland was uh, empty Okay, so I mean it was the first edition, so things to improve, but it's a good start for I think a party that sold out quite in events of the night. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, yeah, that's a point. It was packed, it was sold out, but at much like the park in theory would have been way lower capacity or less busy than a high capacity day, right? Like in terms of even though yeah. it was sold out, was it quite comfortable in terms of rides and not the dance party, but everywhere else? Um, we saw, I think, wait, let me just pick that up. Uh, Catherine Powell calling me. Uh, she said, what about the shows? Do I need to change something? You guys have a podcast. I'm always listening to my fans. So I will pick up that phone. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't. Like, did it feel like a packed out summer's day worth of people or more like winter on a cold day or if i'm not mistaken we had like everything but around half an hour i think uh for big thunder mountain so not okay. that so busy we, but not like packed busy it was busy and it was especially busy because you only had three big things on the night so if you wanted a good spot for the parade, you had to be there one and a half hours before. If you wanted a good spot for the fireworks, you had to gotcha. be there more than an hour before. So that's four hours that are gone. So you have only three left. But isn't the point of the whole night really to be with your friends and to enjoy the atmosphere? I mean, I understand that, you know, I don't think the point of the night is to go do rides or to really be entertained full time. You sort of like drinking and walk around and waiting for midnight. It's kind of like what people do on New Year's Eve. Yeah, we wanted to be with friends, but he had other plans. Amban? Who did? <laughs> Good one. Um, what about um, alcohol? Not that that's all I think about. But, um, <laughs> where, did, did they have sort of like champagne station? How yeah. much was it? Yeah. Where were they? 10 bucks uh, at the corner of Main Street. And I think, where did I see another one? I think maybe in Discoveryland, they had the carts sold uh, the champagne too. And other drinks or only champagne for alcohol? 
champagne for alcohol. I think, yeah, that was it. And then an, a non-alcoholic drink. You know the size of wine glasses in uh, Equot's Food and Wine Festival? Well, are we talking teeny little, like, thimbles of champagne or, like, an actual... A normal champagne glass. Well, okay. But mm. for 10 euros, that's, I mean... That seems good for Disneyland Paris champagne. Uh, two separate for, things there. It depends, you know, like, I feel like here in the UK, it would be a good deal in France, maybe. Oh, that makes sense, actually, doesn't it? <laughs> Being a theme park, I guess it is okay. If, I don't know, it's okay. If you add, like, theme park tax uh, in terms yeah, of, exactly. like, everything but costing it was the more. same um, at Walt Disney Studios last, the previous year. It was 10 euros, and they're, they're fine. I mean, you're not going to have, you know, 10 so, uh, yeah, yeah, you have a couple. Yeah, Michael's giving me a look. Okay, fine, just nine. Who's not going to have to? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we were at Walt Disney Studios. We had a couple and then went and did Tower Terror. That was really fun. Um, yeah. So, all right. So, um, are, we, are we going next year? What do you mean, Ben? We. Are you coming too? We, me, you. Yeah, maybe I will. Oh, uh, no, I will, I will be there for, for sure. I was a little blindsided by it. So, I think that's the term. Uh, I kind of didn't pay much attention to it until it was too late when the tickets had run out. So I was like, oh, okay, actually sounds pretty good. And I've accidentally missed it. Whoops. So maybe yet yeah, next year for me, yeah. So once once everyone um, got um, over New Year's, uh, we went straight into Season of the Force. And uh, something to note this year, uh, the Christmas decoration was just gone like in a flash. So that was that was nice. Christmas tree was gone. Light cages were gone on Castle. Maybe I think by January 10, everything was gone, uh, which is nice because I think w- uh, one year we had the Christmas tree uh, into February. Pretty sure. Do you remember that, Excel? No. I don't Christmas know. tree? Yeah, that there was one year the Christmas tree was there until like late late January. I had I have seen um, I don't know I was watching YouTube videos and I think it was. Uh, Steffi from uh, Crispy S'more that was there uh, for spring and he had still the light cages on. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it, was, the, uh, it was that one year. Everything was so weird. Um, they were using it for literally five seconds for the frozen segment of dreams or something like that. I love that thing, by the way. Like, I want it there all the time. The light cages? Yeah. I love seeing it sparkle during the day. <laughs> Like I know it looks gaudy, okay, but like we found the one, the one <laughs> Disney fan who likes to see the light kitchens. I know even, the word magical never seems like never feels right for me, but it like it kind of looked magical. Like it was sparkling no, at like it. two o'clock on this like snowy day. <laughs> it does at night, and it does when it's cloudy. That's true, but you know, it, it's a, it's a holiday offering. It should be it should go in January, and then not come back. Don't come back until November. <laughs> and not even in summer. <laughs> no, definitely not even in summer. I think we're done with the frozen summer for now, but, you know, until frozen two, probably. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, talking about uh, installations and new things, uh, Studio One turned into a, a Star Wars landing strip. Yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw a tweet today from the official Disneyland Paris account. I didn't see anything on that. They had a picture there from Studio One. I didn't see anything. <laughs> you just had to mention that, didn't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah. But um, no, it's gone. They deleted the tweet. 
Oh, yeah, because I can't see. I'm like scrolling through no. the, the Twitter. <laughs> no. No, it's gone. I have a screenshot. If you, I have to. If you've seen it, you know. But it's okay, you know. Uh, the, uh, I don't know. Disneyland Paris communication works in mysterious ways. Um, yeah. No one realized that Studio One had a an overlay for um, Season of the Force. So. And it do have an overlay, and it does look good. Which is good because that could have gone really bad. Um, and um, yeah, and I like the entrance uh, light speed effect. Yeah. Um, some people even said it's better than uh, Hyperspace Mountain, uh, which was off last time I went on it, but usually it works. Well, um, it, it looks good if it works. Sometimes it's just all the lights on, but uh, most of the time it works. I always I love the Season of the Force logo written on the on the side of uh, the entrance. Mm-hmm. It's like the ideal photo opportunity because people stop and take pictures there. Why isn't there a photo pass photographer? I know it's it's a, a place to stand there with a photographer, but it's dry, it's warm, it's the ideal place for a right. photo With pass. the wall, you mean? Yeah, people stop okay. yeah. every two seconds to, to take a picture with hmm. Season of the Force. Alright, well, you know, photo pass also works in mysterious ways. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's good that the TIE fighter is high enough so people don't let climb their children up there to right. take pictures. That so hasn't that's happened a really yet. Good thing. What about the, the ones that are in, in on the other side, inside the park? Uh, roped off and a cast member to next to each one of them. Hmm. They've learned Do, from Halloween. Well, but Halloween, that's all uh, Disney stuff. You know, uh, Disney owns the thing. We This evening, we walked by uh, Fuente del Oro and people were sitting on the dog again and then uh, walking over it and taking pictures with it. Um, all the Star Wars stuff is from uh, a company called uh, 501, uh, what is the thing in French? Legion so, something. Yeah, so it's it's a private uh, fan community company who uh, actually rents it out. Right. So, that's good. It's Don't good that they protect it. Uh, the, there's a few new scenes um, in the show, and apparently, um, actually, it should it should have been updated. We haven't really kept uh, track of this, but uh, it premiered with temporary scenes in the show, and then uh, it was supposed to be updated sometime last week. I don't know. Uh, temporary scenes. Team people who go often. Um, sorry. Temporary scenes. Um, as in they weren't really finished. Okay. I guess the, either the mapping or the, um, the images or the effects. But now it should be final. So, yeah. And I think uh, the season this year is much better than last year. And uh, they'll uh, they'll improve it um, every year, I guess, if it comes back again. More uh, stormtroopers, right? More stormtroopers. And yeah. I think also the, uh, the, there's been a bit of a you know, rework of the... Uh, of the shows and the way they enter and exit and guess low, so that's good. We have Ray, Ray. Well, we have Ray. That's right. Yeah, we have the um, how do you call them? The, the capes. Yeah, the she capes walks. are back. Yeah, nice brown one. Um, uh, a, a, a cool thing, and I'm a big fan of that. Guided by her cousin. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, all the food options. So it's a good thing that they have the cupcake, that they have the lightsaber churro. Mm -hmm. Now just make it edible and it's okay. Yeah. And that's the only are thing the churros, missing. The churros are kind of the same as the ones that you would get at Fuente de Loro, right? Not at all. No? Um, the Fuente de Loros are like the little ones that go like in a, in a little... They're tiny, right? right? I mean, really I mean taste-wise. Taste and the other one... Uh, oh, no. No, no. Oh, did it taste because better? they're not fresh. They have to warm them up. So well, you the have Fuente to... de Loros are fresh? Yeah, yeah. They are? Oh, that's mm -hmm. worrying. Why is that well, worrying? Oh, because they don't, they don't really good. taste very fresh. The, the other so ones, they, they are baked and then... They have to be warmed up, and they put the sugar gets really hard around it, and and the taste is so dry and hard. And how would you compare it to Disneyland Resorts churros? Oh, it you... has been uh, four years that I had one, so I, I really can't remember. They weren't good enough for you to remember. <laughs> Not that. I think you've had Disney World ones. Do they have one. I mean, they have some at Disney World, no? The the ones in Paris, the taste is like, um, you know, little uh, lightsaber handle and cardboard that's around it. If is you that would, what it tastes like? Well, if you would eat that, you wouldn't know the difference between the churro or the, the, the cardboard. <laughs> Great. All right. Well. They have them in stock there, had... right? You know, we have to do the positives Plenty. and the negatives. I guess that's the negative of season. Of course, oh, but, but, uh, taste like cardboard. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm I'm a what they did now like the menu. I know the red burger. It looks weird, but it tastes good. The that is not itself, what I heard from Ronnie. Oh no, I was I was quite happy with the, the burger. Uh, it made me think just the, the the bread is different because this is just the burger bread. Um, you had last, well, yeah, last year, you had for uh, Christmas 2016, you had like the end of year menus and also in Chalet de la Marionette, you had like a, a burger with a special kind of onion and then it makes me, it reminds me of that. So a really good thing. Uh, okay. okay, the red is a bit weird, but not that weird as the black burger that we already had. Uh, so, so that's okay. And... As I said, the, the, the chocolate dome, it's not inedible, but they could make it better. Oh, is that the thing with the green stuff around it? Yeah. <gasps> Wait, is that the uh, Yoda it's like some kind of cupcake? Rice no, 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 no. Uh, no, no. It's like the, a dome. But what exactly is inside? It looks like some kind of custard with fruits and there's some well, green rice krispies. Around. Why, why are they making it so complicated? You know, like... Just make it a says, simple chocolate cake. It says chocolate dome, but on the inside there's pears in it, like little pieces of pears with, yeah, some normal kind of cream, cake. Cream, right? Yeah, no? a bit of, cre yeah, a bit creamy, of cream around creamy and a cake. normal cake. That sounds gross. All right, well, you can't win on everything, hey, you know. Um, but they started to make something. Now the only yeah. thing that has to follow is merchandise, and we're on the roll. Yeah, and you know, um, talking about, and that's a good transition, uh, the Spring uh, Princesses and Pirates Festival will have some merchandise. 
So hopefully it's not just, you know, princesses merchandise and pirates merchandise. I think they're mean merchandise for the festival. So that'd be nice. Ah, a pin. Uh, <laughs> Maybe two. <laughs> no, we'll have shirts and stuff. I don't know. Probably no, uh, the classic, won't. you know, uh, we'll get a, a mug, a shirt, and a coffee cup, a coffee, what do you call it, tumbler thing. We're not in Walt Disney World. We're not going to have that. I don't know, because they're, they seem to be on it this time. But again, we say that every time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Princess Parrot, I'm excited for it, personally. I was Both a big you fan. Are looking at me like with a blank I was, stare. I was a big fan and a huge fan of the spring season. Right. So I have a theory on this. I think the spring, swing into spring, was a great season for us, for us fans who know what's going on and who know what to expect and everything. But marketing-wise, it's very hard to market because how do you explain to someone who's never been to Swing It to Spring what it is? Well, there's goofy and flowers and they dance around and people are just kind of like, well, you know. Uh, but no, you know what I'm saying? But if you, I'm just talking like marketing-wise and why they could have done this. It, it, but to market princesses and pirates, it's the easiest thing in the world. Kids love it. It's probably, the, they probably went down and were like, well, whatever. What are the two biggest franchises with, with this range of guests? And they were like, well, you know, for girls it's princesses, and for guys, for for uh, for boys it's pirates. Okay, and I think they it's kind of an odd mix, but the way they did it with the two floats meeting in the middle and just I don't know, it it looks fun, you know. It might not make any sense, but it looks fun, which is kind of what you expect when you want to go to the park. But how are you going to fit the eggs in there? The what? The, 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 the Easter eggs. I love that. It was, that is a were, good question. Um, yeah. I think it's a shame that they My didn't guess is, do... you know, the Easter eggs went away for the 25th anniversary, decora anniversary yeah. decoration. And this year, they're definitely still going to be here. So I don't think we're getting the eggs once again. And I... They, they have them, and already I think it's a shame they didn't do an egg hunt like they do at Walt Disney World with a map, oh, yeah, the little cool. stickers, and then you can win a pin or something like that. A light bulb has appeared on Michael's head. I think I know where they could put them. <laughs> Don't say anything naughty. <laughs> Outside Phantom Manor. <laughs> no, it's closed. Yeah, that's fine. That's that's only one restriction of many of why you wouldn't put things there. <laughs> they already made the holes in the ground so they can just put them yes, in there. Yes, put them in Frontierland. Swap out like the Main Street uh, dentist or something for like uh, where he was for uh, like a nice orange egg. <laughs> I'm only kidding, by the way. But like, <laughs> there is enough room in Fantasyland to fit all the ones that they used to put around the park, so they could do. They could do Fantasyland, and then I remember they had, like, didn't they have Hook and Smee on a boat? You could, mm -hmm. you could definitely yeah. move that one Be to Frontierland, to uh, Adventureland. And uh, I think they also had Woody and Buzz. They could move yeah. these to Frontierland. Woody, for sure. So, yeah, so they could definitely put them somewhere else that's not the hub. So if you're listening, get get your get your please, eggs out. Please, <laughs> oh. Uh. And send us goodies. Get, get the, send what? Send us goodies. You if the, put them putting the huge eggs out is your goodie. <laughs> <Send> <laughs>
Okay. Well. Anyways, so how are we going to rebound from this? <laughs> that was a nice segue to our next segment. <laughs> I lost my phone, so I don't know what the next segment is, and now I'm uh, very flustered. So we're going to be talking now about Marvel at the parks. All right, so are we? Oh, we are. Okay, great. So uh, should already? we take a break? Is it Marvel already? So. Yes, Whoa. we're on a schedule tonight. Got things to do. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to take a short break and uh, we'll be right back with um, some uh, Marvel talk. So we're back. Uh, we hope you liked the little jingly bit we played there. Uh, we have some Marvel news, and it's news that I don't actually know, but Ben and Axel here do. So, guys, tell me what this news is. Surprise me. Fill my life with joy. Well, it goes beyond Marvel, actually. Oh. And uh, we just want to talk about the... I'm going to call this the theater split. So we have two theaters at Walt Disney Studios, and... It is uh, rumored that um, four shows are, are going to go in there. Uh, so two theaters, four shows. It's it's buy, it's buy two, get four free. Does that make any sense? <laughs> Axel, tell us to split. Don't do the split. You'll hurt yourself. Well, this is, this is still uh, rumored. So uh, the work they are putting in into the Cinemagic. So that's when you enter the park on the left. You know, the guy was drawn into the big screen. They're working on that to make it a Marvel stunt show. So that will be the first show that we will see in the Cinemagic Theater. Once that's done, it is rumored that it would make place for the Forest of Enchantment that was previously played on the Chaparral Theater, which is now closed for about a year and a half. For demolition. Yes. I like that word. Well, I don't, I don't even know if the name will stay Chapel Theater. But anyways, um, it is rumored that uh, it would be there. 
which makes sense because there was a little bit of accuracy uh, in that show mm -hmm. with Tarzan and the monkeys and stuff. So I do think that that theater would do fits for, great, perfectly. Yeah. And I think it's bigger than Chaparral Theater, and it's a great show. And also, they will have a lot of uh, projection equipment, which they could probably leverage to, you know, help enhance the sets. Which is uh, a flat set, which works, which works really well. But you know, uh, could be interesting to see what they're going to do with it if it does come after Marvel. And uh, what about the other side of the park? Well, that's not even all. We have an other theater, oh. uh, the Animagic Theater. Uh, I know the theater. now has well now has no. It's it's on break, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, oh, Mickey yeah. and a Magician. Yeah. So it is uh, rumored that Mickey and a Magician would uh, be a seasonal thing, and is replaced With by the Mickey's Big Band. <laughs> ah. But not the Christmas. I love Cinemagic. <laughs> I hope they just put all the smoke machines backstage to bring them out later. <laughs> <laughs> That's so no, but Mickey's Big Band, the one that we all know from uh, Tokyo. No, I mean, I mean from uh, Christmas. Christmas. Um, but without the Christmas, the classic one uh, would be held in the Animagic Theater, which is. Awesome because it was an, an amazing show. Uh, the, the Videopolis uh, theater was way too small for that, uh, and now it was they, really they'll have... hard to watch. I mean, if you didn't get, yeah. if you didn't queue forever and got a, a spot on those uncomfortable benches in the front, trying to watch it from the eating area was. I mean, you had at least a pillar and like three handle rails and people walking by. It. <clears throat> you really would see something like 30% of the stage. So great if they can feature that show a little bit more. People loved it, so I think it's a great idea. And people yeah. love Mickey Magician. I think people will also love uh, the Marvel show, and people also love Forest on Shipment. So four amazing show if they manage to get all this in the studios. Um, I would say, uh, I mean, I, I was expecting a big band to come into... Uh, Animagic in February, but I think now we're getting late January, so uh, and uh, I think uh, Mickey Magician's coming back in March, I want to say. So that might be a bit tight for now, but um, after uh, Mickey and Magician, I think uh, the run ends sometime in uh, August, September, September, I want to say. Um, so um, maybe Big Ben won't come in then. No one knows the dates. Clearly, we've done research. This <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so now the question this begs the question of what is happening at Videopolis because uh, Jedi Training Academy has been rumored forever now to move to the Discoveryland Theater which is actually closing sometime in the fall um, and um, last thing we heard is that it could actually get a few changes to the actual uh, you know room and uh, the auditorium to better uh, you know make this show work because you know, maybe it'll be opened up so you can see it from the outside. I don't know. Um, and what is going to happen in uh, Videopolis is kind of the big question right now. I don't know, but Michael is going to like this. The new sign, it's awesome. It lights up at night where Videopolis theater on it. It's so cool. New since well, when? Have you cool. seen it? I Who needs a new attraction when you have a new sign? Yeah. <laughs> 
I wish they took that logic with their hyperspace mountain and just left the sign. Um, let's see. Doop, 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 doop. Snap. Then you see this, this sign, the video police sign, no, and it a looks bad. flat. No, it's a bit flat. I mean, it's not a super permanent sign, though. Is this I'm... where it said Mickey's Big Band at Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Yes. On the top, but at night it lights up. That's so cool. I have well. been a bad Disneyland Paris fan for the last few days slash week. Uh, so I'm currently doing some quick Googling. So that I can, uh... I've seen you uh, put a few likes on our tweets. Yeah, yeah, I did a little catch Recently, ups. usually when we plan on uh, recording the podcast, I see a bunch <laughs> of likes from Michael. He's like, oh, I see it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to see how it might light up though. Yeah, well, it's we'll... it's difficult to see. It's we'll get we'll get a new reporter who has the iPhone X to uh, oh. to do a, a wonderful uh, night photo. Um... Oh, really? Uh... iPhone 10. Uh, <laughs> to do a nice photo alright uh, so, so um, there's also been a, a bit a bit more news about Marvel but I think you've all seen that in the news uh, there's going to be so, uh, so the Marvel show is advertised for 20 minutes 15 to 20 minutes which I thought it's a bit, it's a bit on a short short, short end uh, and then there are two I don't know, are they shows? Are they happenings? Very much in the way that Season of the Forest has, you know, two little shows outside. Uh, they're going to have two shows and um, and also a Guardians Galaxy dance party. Since now we're not getting them on Tower Terror, we might as well get them uh, somewhere dancing in the street. They're rumored um, not to become... Uh, rumored, not rumored. I, you know, I'm not even going to touch that one anymore. We'll talk about it soon. As in March. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, Marvel, uh, should be a good, uh, season. I'm, uh, will be there for the launch events. Uh, by the way, the show is premiering on, uh, June 10, but, uh, they keep saying June 7 on the site. I think it's been changed now. 7? Uh, yeah, it's been saying 7 and 8, and then, uh, they were like, no, it's not 7, it's 10. Uh, Axel, why don't you tell your 7 joke? No, it's it's not a seven joke. It's it's not a it joke if you have to explain the, with it. With the Disney World Today podcast. <laughs> uh, anyways, have you seen the? Oh, are you the, not telling the story? Oh, the I'm not telling this the story. But I think they they should go listen to Tom's podcast. Go listen, and if you hear the seven joke, send us a mail to Ben at ed92 at dot org. And what do you win? <laughs> you win a pen. Oh, we have 8092 pens. Should we give some Ooh. away? Yeah, if you can explain yeah. the seven joke, send the <laughs> mail to ben at ed92.org and win an 8092 pen. Deal. You know what? That's a deal. <laughs> That's a deal. If you know the seven joke from the WDW Today podcast, is that what it's called? W WDWNT. NT. Oh, sorry. And and of course they have to explain the joke, but also where did they have it from? Where does it come from? Where is the what, base what's the of the seven the, joke? Yeah. Why seven? Why seven? What a Why seven? From? What okay. seven? Okay. Fine. If we get an email, I, that would be kind of amazing. <laughs> uh, 
but maybe our, you know, maybe our US listeners or anyone can listen to anything. So maybe people know. Maybe we'll get tons of email and I have to send all those pens. I'm only sending one to the first one. P.S. <laughs> <laughs> like the book. Like the book, exactly. Uh, all right. So I was uh, I was gonna yeah. say something serious. Oh. The the uh, Marvel commercials that uh, we we put on uh, Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. They had all the, the the recordings we saw them in the studios, and then we mm-hmm. talked about how uh, weird uh, Thor was looking, and now you don't even you don't even see him in the commercial. It's yeah. just like. I like it's, that. Yeah. Thank God editing. When I saw the actual yeah. advert with that bit with Thor in it, I was like, no, oh, they knew what they were doing. There was us yeah. doubting them with their crazy <laughs> Thor. <laughs> it really yeah. makes you think about ads and movies and just everything yeah. in the post-production. Like the children amazing running from Sartors. Yeah, the stuff that we, we, like, the stuff that we put on Twitter look really stupid. You got some kids just running for yeah. three meters. Yeah, but then the advert, like, you're like, oh my gosh, I need to do that. <laughs> oh my God. I know, I need to be there right now. <laughs> Take my money, please. Uh, yeah, exactly. Good job, good job, marketers, advertising agencies. Uh, well, actually, uh, tonight, we're recording this on Wednesday, and tonight they filmed uh, a Galactic Celebration with all this cool equipment. So um, that might end up in uh, future promotions, probably for next year. And they give they give um, all the guests some uh, lightsabers and um, and um, uh, Star Wars ears, you know, the one that light up with the LEDs. What tonight to keep? Tonight, well, um, no, yes, no. Well, I'm gonna put guests in quotation marks because I fully suspect that they're actually, you know, the the DLP interns who just uh, come in. With some lightsabers and stuff to mix okay. with the crowd and make it look cool, you know. The one I don't that think said, it okay. was a case of like Disney Dreams premiere where everyone <laughs> got some okay. free uh, light ears. Yeah. So actually, <laughs> just the guy who said, "Well, okay, uh, log out of Twitter. Come, we're gonna give you a lightsaber. Right. Come stand." Nice. Well, you should log out of Twitter for tweeting that Studio One picture. Um, and we're looping back to being at a show. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so, um, anything else on Marvel? No? I think we've covered pretty much everything. Uh, next up, uh, there's one event that we didn't talk about between Spring and Marvel, and um, it's the Fan Days. I kind of want to call Woo, it... the I kind of want to call it Fan Daws. Um, you know, it makes it sound more So uh, No, it's we'll, Fan Days. It's fun. It's fun, Dawes. Uh, we're gonna take another break and um, and talk about this wonderful party. We'll be right back.
Step right up, step right up, open your world because it's fun to be a fan. Welcome to the third, yeah, third uh, segment? Yeah, segment. Third. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about fan days or better, how to get poor really fast by going to Disney. Right. Have, have you seen the Apart prices? Apart from Pandora and Tsum Tsums. But, <laughs> I mean, this is... This is just one one weekend. I was talk. I, I saw those prices. Those are the prices that I go a week to Walt Disney World. I remember insane. that we are all pass holders, and we we don't need park tickets, and we don't necessarily need you know Disney hotels. We could, but we do get a discount on a Disney hotel room. So you have to look at those packages as random guests who not random, but you know. Sort of just kind of normal guests who, who come once every few years and we're excited about this. But the problem is that this is catered to fans, so the crowd is not really shouldn't really be normal guests. It should be fans who probably have an AP. I know it makes no sense, right? Well, I, somebody somebody uh, attacked me on Twitter because I said, well, most of the fans will have an annual pass, and then. Well, I can be a fan without an annual pass. Of course you can be a fan without an annual pass. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying when it all started, when they did the, the big first news, um, it was like, it's fun to be a fan and Disneyland Paris fans and yada, 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 yada. But we have all an annual pass. So are we going to spend even more money that's not needed? Or... Yeah, we, we don't we don't go and it sells out. All the special packages are sold out. I mean, they are, but um, there weren't there weren't many of them first. I think there were about three hundred or something, and um, <laughs> sorry, um, there everyone's making uh, funny gestures on the video. But not bad gestures, funny gestures. Come on. And actually has a telephone in his hand, like a giant desk telephone from his three, hotel room. Three hundred. Um, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I just got this. Uh, were... <laughs> right. But now the general packages is a bit more and it seems to be selling because already I think Cheyenne was sold out on their first or second day and Santa Fe is probably sold out by now. And so they're selling. I think that they might they might sell that thing. They might sell out that thing. And in the end, it's going to be seen as a commercial success because if you sell all your tickets, then who cares who can afford it and who can go and all this and that? Isn't the goal to just sell all the tickets? Isn't the goal the to make your fans happy, but now you're pushing your fans into buying tickets they don't need? And I'm not talking... If they want to push their hotel packages, that's fine with me. I would even, for that event... I would gladly take a Disney hotel, but now I did. I went to see the, the, the site, and if I wanted to be in uh, the Cheyenne, because I'm not going to, uh, and uh, sorry, if I want to be in Sequoia Lodge, because I'm not going to Cheyenne or Santa Fe, it would be 1500 euros for two for just that weekend. That's a lot. Yeah, no, it definitely is a lot, um, and you know, just to just to get back on what you were saying, like the, I don't think the fa the goal of fan days is to make 
their fans happy. Uh, to make their fans happy, they have Tuesday guest star day, which is free and showing rare characters. Uh, they have random things. I think fan days is a way to capitalize on all those private parties that have been thrown at the resort in the past few years and that you know fans have gotten very excited about and they've seen all those glamorous parties and they were like, well, we're going to take those parties and just make a big one that we make everyone pay for. And when you throw in that much stuff in a party, it has a cost and it's a yeah. premium party. It has a lot. Personally, I don't re I'm not really excited for it because there's actually too much. I don't know if that makes sense, it but does. I think it is too much. I think in one night, it's too much. There's like two Imagineers and there's like some singing competition, there's some parade and dance party and hundreds of characters and a dinner and food and merchandise and things and street things and there's like a closing parade with everyone. I'm sorry, but you know, you know how it is at Halloween. You go, if you're trying to do everything at Halloween, you will just be exhausted and end up like, you know, like a crazy person running around. If you really want to enjoy, you probably have to pick two thirds of the offerings, maybe even half, and then be happy with that and do the rest the following year. Especially if you go, you know, to the big Halloween parties in the US, which I'm doing this year, by the way. Um, so if you're gonna pay that much money, why not, why not make smaller events that are more targeted towards a specific themes. Like, you know, you want to have like a Disney duck party, have a Disney duck party for 50 euros. And then you just do your, you know, you would get all the fans for that. And then you can do a Halloween in Wonderland party and you can do an Imagineering party with the conferences, all as different parties. I just not really excited to go to something so big. Uh, but, you know, and, and you know, I, I, I work quote unquote with a lot of French fans on the team and so far we don't have anyone uh, who's going to be covering the party but so that shows a lot because they're huge Disneyland Paris fans and so far no one no one says that they were going to go I have the, the, the main issue that I have is by now it is rumored that it is not Disneyland Paris that is keeping everything in hand or organizing And the other thing is, why do we need the packages? Why do they need to push us these packages? We're the there only. There will be, be standalone tickets. If the oh. if the classic if yeah, the right. classic yeah, package. hundred euros, so you can just pay hundred euros and go for the night. Not if the classic package is sold out, because if they if they can sell all the packages, no single tickets will be available, and. Then I'm asking, okay, if Disneyland is throwing the party, then I signed up for an Infinity Pass, which gives me priority access in booking special events. I didn't get that. Should I, I be that, disappointed? Yeah. That's true, actually. What happened yeah. to that? It is it's true. It's like the one time you'd and expect that to happen. <laughs> on, yeah. In all the other parks, in, you can do special events in Walt Disney World. You can get for some a uh, advantage of time when you're a DVC member or something like that, but they're all single tickets. Not ever are they going to push you into buying a hotel room or buying extra tickets with that special event ticket. Why does Disneyland Paris need to do that? It's very simple, just the money gain 
because that's the part where Disneyland Paris gets the money. It's the hotel rooms and it's the park tickets. Not so much the soiree. Yeah. It, I think it just got out of hand, to be honest. And um, it will happen. Oh, not... And then uh, I'm not really sure there'll be another one. Maybe they will, but it will. I think it will be set up very differently if there's another I'm one. I'm not blaming the one who took the initiative because it was uh, time we had something like that in Paris. So that was a really good thing. But on the other hand, does Disneyland Paris needs to force us again in, in taking the packages? Do we need that? Well, they do this for Run Disney and, uh, you know, it's... Um... But, I mean, I can, I can understand it seems that to be for... A, it seems to be a, a quite a classic marketing technique, you know. They just do the packages and people who really want to go and are really afraid they're going to miss out, they'll just buy them and also people who don't know any better. And, and then after that, I mean, no. remember the very first Star Wars party, it was at first, it was a big thing. And then they were just giving them out for like 20, 20 euros at the hotels. <laughs> I know, but now I'm, I really would, I'm not joking about this. If they had the packages without the tickets, just the team park tickets, because I was willing to take the hotel, I would have taken the uh, Fantasia thing. What is it called? The one that was sold at 1,100 euros? Uh, sure. But I, it's I can so do, complicated, I gave up. I can do nothing Same. with the theme park tickets. And even if I wanted to take the package, I could not say, well, I'm going to resell them because that's not allowed. So the solution would have been packages for non-APs which are, you know, however they are now, and make them much simpler because, I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> Good but gosh, there are they literally are. 60 oh, options. There needs to be a and guide like, for those. I don't those. know how they're going to manage the crowd on the party night to see who has access to what. Good luck to guest flow. Good luck to the cast members. Different um, color of necklaces. How many colors? But like this, like yeah, three? like that's going to be the six. whole color spectrum. Yeah, you're going to have like six wristbands or something. It'll be like, like three oh, rainbows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And um, and then also have AP packages. We're like, hey, if you're an AP, you can buy night plus tickets. And now you can sell those hotel nights with the tickets, give access to the AP holders who are not going to just have those random tickets that they have nothing to do with. Like, you can even, like, what are you just going to sell them and on the resort hub? It's not allowed. Arrested? I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so really that would have been the solution. That would have been a solution. A room plus ticket for AP holders, and then you really make your fans happy. And that's really yeah. fan days. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, but hey, you know, best of luck to them. Uh, the lineup looks good. The characters, Hortense, or I can't say that one. Hortensia. Hortensia. But now. It's going to be there. They have a new walk around character for this party, which is pretty major. I mean, it doesn't happen every I day mean, at Disney. It's. It's just too bad that now a few fans who have an annual pass will not be able to enjoy this night at its fullest with everything on it, on the package. They will just be able, if they have luck, to buy a standalone ticket. Because do I need you all to remember what happened the two days that the tickets went, the packages went on sale? Their uh, website crashed and burned. And then the day that the standalone tickets are going to be sold, it's going to be the same thing than the single bips at Run Disney. Oh it's going to crash and burn. 
it's going to be the same thing because everybody who didn't took a package, which is a lot of people, are waiting for that moment. And to be quite honest, if it's in the range of 100 and 150 euros with all that they're offering, that's acceptable for a Disneyland soiree. Yeah. If you compare it to other parks, that's acceptable. Although yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, compared to US park, it's actually, yeah. yeah. How much is not so scary, for example? Uh, at its highest, I think almost above $100 without tax. And that's mm. in the last week before Halloween. Why are you planning to go? I am. <laughs> Did we talk about this already? <laughs> you should come. Anyway. Um, oh, so, invite. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so, you know, um, yes, the website is definitely going to crash when those tickets come sell, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, sure bet uh, there. It's a sure bet. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, good luck to them. I, like I said, I think the party is actually going to be fun. Hopefully, logistically, it works. I have no doubt that, you know, Business Solution can uh, deliver such a party. It's probably one of the most complicated ones they've ever done because usually they do private events um, for, you know. But it's got to be an awesome party. We all want to so, go. All right. Yeah, nice try. Uh, <laughs> and that is June 3rd, 2, 2nd. Uh, one, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah, but it's only one night, right? Yeah, but it's it's marketed as one, two, three. So I don't know because the brunch is on Sunday and that is part of one package. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then maybe something on Friday night and then the Saturday night will be the party or the inaugural is that, party. Is that the, uh, is that the uh, Fantasia plus premium option for brunch dining character extravaganza that's package. with amendum d um, I no think. Ah, no okay, the fantasia yeah. doesn't have the brunch okay. and then you can be a park lover but not a character lover you can be a food lover but not a character lover but you can be a character lover and a park lover but you cannot have food if you want food you can only love food but not love characters and the park because you're only going to eat the rest of food and characters i like food and characters then you can go you to the brunch, but then you have to be a character lover and not so much a food lover because it's only included in the character lover one. I found it really odd that it wasn't tiered. Like, I just assumed it would be, <laughs> like, you would pay more and you would get everything from the last pack, but more. I found it really yeah. strange that it was, like, super selective and things don't overlap, so you can't... Ich wiederhole. Sie können not be everything at one time. <laughs> it's so weird. I thought that would uh. be... There would be a package, you know, the Fantasia would include everything. But now at the start, because I think they changed that, you had the Fantasia, the highest paying one. The, uh, well, what is it? The talk with an Imagineer and the talk about Duffy. The two right. things in uh, yeah. Animagic Theater. They weren't included. You had to pay 25 euros for that. And then afterwards they said it was included. Yes. So no. It's, yes. Is that at the least one? it's a payable extra. I, no, yeah. it's not, that the, that's not the one. That's the animator's one that's included. No? I don't. I, see, exactly. So it's too complicated. So two things that come out of this section. One, the packages are too complicated. And two, make an AP holder package, hotel and ticket, and sell them at the same time as the other packages so that actual fans can enjoy this thing. What do you mean at the same time? I'm an infinity 48 hours before. Right. And if you're Axel, you know, 60 hours before. Uh, 
Anyways, well, um, all right. So uh, I'm sure we have more updates on fan days in the in the following podcast. But I mean, they pretty much announced uh, most of the lineup and everything that's going to happen. So really, now we just uh, wait. We're just waiting for the meltdown. I'm sorry for the party, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you for the ten. I'm sure we'll be there in the end. Did you guys find yeah. that when you were browsing the website that listed all the packages and all the information and pricing, that it like for me when I read the site. It seemed kind of cool, but the prices seemed even more inflated because the event didn't seem that good. Like, it just didn't seem that big of a, fi a thing. And then later on, when I read the press release, that kind of like A4 document style press release of just a big list mm. of everything that was happening, I was like, oh my god, there's so much happening. Like. This is totally worth, it's still inflated in, in pricing, but wow, this seems way better value than I first thought. It To me, it seemed like yeah. the press release was way more detailed and uh, better, in ex better at explaining it than the website is. Uh, yeah. It's a pretty website, but those drop-down things, that, it just doesn't work. You can't really view everything at once. You have to click on those little boxes. Yeah. And it just opens one. And I viewed it on mobile. I don't know if it is the same site, just smaller, or if it shows less information. Maybe. But when I had it, when I was viewing it on my iPhone, I totally wasn't impressed by what was happening. But the press release, wow. <laughs> and puns, all the puns. Every sentence has a pun. Um, and then the other thing also that just exhausted me is the constant teasing. Like, do do we need 15 days of every day? That was very confusing. And it was, it was a lot of to be fair they really and at the end people were like throwing three likes at each tweet you know over the course of the day because you were like oh here's another one <laughs> you know um, annoyingly so like we teasing is good but do like do it like you know uh, six months before and then uh, three months before but like not every day uh, yeah I feel a little bad in that we always we always make it sound like we want uh, Disneyland Paris to have more of a social kind of presence and to make more use of it and be better at it and then when they actually do go like batten down the hatches and do social media uh stuff we're all thinking it's too much like and it's it's confusing well, and they just went nuclear on yeah Sundays. they were yeah, like announcing things that were announcements <laughs> for more announcements of announcements like it was know. very confusing but it's like totally the other end of the spectrum though from where we were before where we just wanted yeah. them to do something with social media so uh, yeah they jumped in the pool just the very deep end seemingly <laughs> yeah all right well that's it for fan days uh what uh, next up uh we're going to be talking about uh, i think a lot of uh, people's favorite attraction phantom manor uh has closed uh so we'll be talking about um what's happening and what's maybe going to happen uh, when we come back. Welcome, curious friends. You may not believe it, but Beauty once lived in this house. And Beauty lives here still. Show yourself. Lovely, isn't she? Come, I have more beauty to show you. Our tour begins here, in this gallery, where you gaze upon the sweet innocence of youth. 
Ah, but things are not always as they seem. Can it be this room is actually stretching? And notice this. This chamber has no windows and no doors, which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out. <laughs> Come, let us continue our tour. There is much to see, so look alive and stay together. I'd hate to lose you so soon. And we're back on the ED92 podcast, episode 7. Um, just in a second, we're going to be talking about Phantom Manor, but first, I wanted to talk about annual passes. We were talking about APs in the previous segment on uh, fan days, but um, actually... Uh, Guess what? Annual passes are evolving. Um, so uh, late next week, I think Thursday or Friday, we'll have all the information for you. Um, so today is Wednesday, so next Friday will be uh, February 1st or February 2nd. Um, we'll have all the information for you of all the changes to the annual pass offerings. Um, and um, it's expected to go into effect a month later. So I think mm, uh, March 2nd uh, will be uh, the day that will actually go into effect. Um, no, I can't remember if it's March 2nd or 20th, but I'll clarify that. What are we expected uh, to learn about annual passes? Well, they will probably cost a little bit more. Um, but um, also what's uh, expected to be coming, and this was teased at the Coco event, is um, annual pass nights. Um, so if you're an Infinity pass holder, most likely, I doubt the other passes will get it, um, you could attend um, you know, a private AP party at the park. That, that might be coming into one of the uh, benefits that you uh, would get. And also um, a few other things. Another thing that we think might happen is a super Infinity um, annual pass that will come to with uh, more benefits and namely even possibly fast passes uh, in it. Uh, so every time you visit you could have a couple fast passes available for you without having to wait. Uh, and of course this won't be free. <laughs> Can we please and, uh, uh, ask them to be careful with the naming and to not fall into the trap of naming the annual passes like the entry tickets? Uh, Michael, I love that this is your first concern about this. Uh, <laughs> Just <laughs> because when you mentioned like infinity and then another word, I was like, hey, well, infinity. hang on a second, because I feel like infinity is already a ceiling here. <laughs> yeah, infinity plus. Yeah, Are you sure you don't want the magic plus flex yeah, multi-part infinity hopper? Infinity plus infinity plus infinity. <laughs> Two day. Uh... Well, you have the infinity, infinity flex. Infinity. Yeah, the infinity, the infinity flex. plus. Uh, yeah. No, Super magic no, plus no. hopper. So, park. of course, uh, as we record um, on Wednesday, <coughs> January 24th, uh, we don't have any information yet, but uh, we'll, we'll have it on the first couple of days of February. So stay tuned and um, you'll learn all about it. Something we haven't even announced on the media yet. Uh, but everybody's 
Everybody's waiting, Ben, for you to say. Everybody's sitting there like, I have an infinity. It's 400 euros. What is my infinity plus flex magic super duper pass is going to cost me? Well, we don't know yet, but we will know. We will know on February 1st or 2nd. So you just gotta wait. You just gotta wait. I'm sorry. Sorry for the teasing. I feel like fan days. <laughs> you mean in price? <laughs> Every day for the next seven days, we'll give you a different price, and then on February first, we'll tell you which one it is. <laughs> no, on every every day we're gonna announce a new pass. It's every the day we'll give you flex. a different number, and you have to add it up. Wait, and by February first, <laughs> you have to announce an announcement. And then the next day, oh, you announce the announcement for the next day. that's what I did, isn't it? I announced that we were going to announce. But you have to keep doing it for like three, four weeks. I think we're going to have a launch party for the announcement of the Yes, pandemic. please. Yes, yes. Like a Ooh. press event. Please. Yes. Never been done before. You should do it. Yeah. Guys, stop it. They're going to they're gonna hate us. <laughs> we're joking. We're joking. We're joking. We're joking. We love you guys. But anyways, yeah, like, most of the time. Um, Axel is blowing air kisses. Uh, okay, so uh, Phantom Manor uh, closed about two weeks ago now, and it is just uh, construction wall palooza again in Frontierland because the Chaparral Theater is also walled up, and the entire uh, waterfront—I mean, not almost the entire waterfront—from you know where the uh, Jack Skellington location is, all the way down to the riverboat, all the way down to Phantom Manor, and then all the way left to. Uh, the parade, uh, it's not a parade gate, but the backstage gates there and toilets. No, no, uh, no. Everything is behind wall. Before the toilets. It's you just... Before the toilets, yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, you cannot use the toilets anymore. You cannot pee over there anymore. But you can go to the bathroom in uh, Silversburg. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Come uh, on, it's Disneyland Paris. They let pee their kids in every... Every, every bush is good enough oh, to let pee our there. kids. <laughs> Why do we need don't toilets? Don't go there or I will get all the photos that we get from our reporters of kids peeing in the bushes every day <laughs> we have them <laughs> so um what are we um michael you must be very sad you love phantom matter and just frontier and thunder mesa in general it's kind of like back to the good old big thunder mountain refurbishment days. yeah it doesn't feel as bad though because the big uh the big thunder mountain refurbish refurbishment days uh felt like Frontierland was off limits uh, apart from phantom manor because the wall kind of covered everything right like it was I feel like if if uh, if Frontierland was like a, a room, like two walls of the room were like, no, no, you can't see this. This is gone now. For now, like the whole year, this will be gone. Whereas Phantom Manor's a closure. Bit hard it is now, no, I don't know. Huh? It's a little bit hard. Is currently. I'll see when I well when I see the pictures. But Riverboat Riverboat is going to reopen. Yeah, in a couple weeks, but you can still and see then everything. Those walls should probably go because they're redoing the floors, the the ground behind it. Gotcha. Yeah, but I mean, you can still we see. And I think it's still a possibility. We thought they were building a fast pass, uh, fast pass um, um, kiosk because uh, of the trial, where um, where uh, Jack Skellington's full location is. Um, I think it's definitely a possibility because with the arrival of Max Pass, I would, if it ever arrives, um, I feel like Phantom Manor would definitely be on the list to have fast pass, even though it's not really needed. But just like in California, they added 
max pass to attractions that are really needed, needed because people just are big fans of the attraction and they will book fast pass for that and then they will lock them out of the other fast pass as you sort of manage in capacity this was a very long explanation <laughs> sorry uh so yeah i was just gonna maybe say maybe phantom manor will oh. get fast pass i adore the uh construction wall that has been put up the art the art, the wall itself is not standard uh, go away green, even in a different color. It's like a purpose built wall, right? With like the vertical like slats and they've like mm. stained it and they've got like actual lighting on it, like permanent style lighting installed on the front of it. Like there's two lamps, I think it's two maybe. Uh, so you've got the artwork, like a custom made wall, like not wall, but like fence, I guess that looks wally. Mm. And then the lamps, the whole thing looks wall? so nice to me. I love it. Wally? Wally. Wally. <laughs> Good one, guys. Very in sync. <laughs> okay. Um, what, are we, um, what do we think for Inside the Ride? Uh, we already know for sure sound, light, projection. I think it's pretty... Um, it's pretty... Uh, Good bet. Uh, LED has been relamped with LEDs, just like Paris of the Caribbean. Uh, sound is being upgraded. Uh, the uh, the Doom buggies are allegedly on some uh, parking lots, not even behind the ride. They're sort of no, they're outside. The yeah, they're outside. Yeah. So that worries me because they really shouldn't be outside in this weather. But uh, maybe complete new ones. Maybe audio in the Doom buggies. Uh, you know, I it was rumored last time I heard it they were not doing that. But maybe they are. Maybe you know and things, things change so quickly these days. Uh, so uh, maybe they're they gonna work on the audio animatronics too. Of course. Um, People I, are I saying hatbox, if... hatbox, but I don't know. Hatbox no, maybe hatbox. maybe not new ones, but uh, a a good friend of mine that uh, happens to to work at uh, Imagineering is coming back to Paris to work on uh, Phantom Manor. And well, he 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 only does audio animatronics, so I know they're gonna work on the audio animatronics. Of course, animatronics. I mean, uh, there's there's a uh, you know they're they're old and they need to be probably quite rebuilt, probably from the ground up, at least on the inside. Um, other than that, I uh, I don't know. Do you guys expect a change in storyline? I really don't see it. No. I think it's going to be a but standard refresh. Maybe a clarification of the storyline. I think maybe to, um, you know, uh, there were talks about maybe uh, Melanie crying on the steps uh, when you board the, the ride. There were talks of various ideas that were just flying around. Uh, added scenes, don't think either. Uh, but definitely some good spursing up. Uh, Madame Leota is going to be probably flying. Or, or the thing that we all love from star tours being able to have the stretch room in english and in french mm. oh. yeah yeah i don't know <clears throat> <laughs> they 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 have it for star gonna, tours that, that, the problem there's definitely there's a, it's funny because disneyland paris has been running for 25 years and recently we they languages Languages, it's uh, maybe as social media sort of enhances enhances the issues. But uh, there's been a lot of talk about attractions being in French or in English or wanting it in English, wanting it in French. 
Uh, it's never really official, but you know. Well, they have it. They have the audio. How cool yeah. would it be that one guy at Imagineering said, "Hey, you know that tape from Vincent Price? Actually, the last work he did before he died. What if we put it back in there?" It had. It had been. There they had been talks about this, but I don't know. Too bad. I don't know if it's going to happen. Well, I guess we'll Man, have to wait. If somebody does that, I'm going to write him an open letter and send him a goodie box just to thank him. <laughs> Swear you. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be amazing, but I can't see it happening. And I feel like it was maybe an easier win uh, with Star Tours just because when they did the big changeover to uh, the Adventures Continue, it was more... Uh, like more computer driven right where everything is like dynamic and rendered on demand and there's that like tablet or touchscreen interface at the start of the star speeder kind of boarding area where they can like yeah. choose uh spoiler <laughs> they can choose the rebel spy but in my mind i imagine it was quite easy for them to just like add a software button say to that ui to change the language and there's no huge infrastructure changes whereas unless phantom manor was having a similar overhaul where things are done more dynamically and with touchscreens, which I doubt well, they it's do a dark it, room. They do it at the, fan, at the Tower of Terror. Yeah, but I mean... Yeah, but Tower of Terror, you're still getting a group ride. Additionally, though, Tower of Terror... Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's newer, and I feel like they might have had more opportunity there, whereas Phantom Manor, I imagine they're just going to be doing like a swap over of equipment to upgrade it and stuff. Like, I don't... It'd be really cool. I, like, I want this too, by the way. Like, I really want this. I've made apps to like, uh, play it in my ears while I'm in the room, but I don't know if it will happen. I would already be happy with... We have two rooms with no windows and no doors. I don't want to call them elevators like some cast members do. Stretching rooms. Uh, well, it's it's a room. It's maybe, well, stretching. <laughs> names, names. We want names. Uh, but I would be happy if one is French and one is English. And then you're just lucky or not, or you're going to go left, or you're going to go right, and you're going to have the luck. It's not, it will not be like Star Tours with people saying, uh, I want it in English. Is that possible? Yeah, of course. But if somebody asks me for the French one, I'm just going to play the French one. It's different. So I would be happy with that. I would be happy if they do that in... Uh, the tower hotel to just left right axel for a long time when i used to, like originally i used to visit disneyland paris in the off season all the time and i have this memory of only ever going left when i'd walk into phantom manor and never straight forward i didn't realize that there was maybe a duplicate of things happening there is it possible that in the off season they only operate one stretching room tour uh in which case if we did that or if disneyland did that does that not mean maybe you'd be stuck on one language or do you think there's like just switch it up if that's the case no, and like do if, it random? If, um, it, it's going to change because everything is going to be worked on but mostly if they, they both are in working condition they will both oh, really? go up and, yeah ah. but knowing that they had some troubles for one of the two which you you see you you also feel it because it's not that smooth, and and you can the only don't line up sometimes. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean in Walt Disney World you're always underground. The room is stretching but it goes up, and in Paris we're the ones going 
up and down. Disneyland uh, Resort Disney also、World. goes down, right? One of them, yeah. One of them goes down. One goes up.、Yeah. We go well, well, down. Di- well, Disney World stays on the floor. Yeah, the ceiling just rises. Our ceiling. Yeah.、Uh, this could go like into a long topic, but I didn't think our ceiling moves. Yes, he moves. yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh my god! Ceiling. Well, you're gonna <laughs> ask. Revelation. Yeah. You know what? Ask to put on the lights. It was. I saw. I saw the 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 stretch room with lights on. Like work lights. Yeah. Where are the work and, lights even、uh, hidden? First, I can't see any work first, lights in there. First of all, the the paper so that the the paintings.、Yeah. Well, not the, the paintings. Roll, the, the rolled up. Oh,、right? like the wallpaper. Like the the, the wallpaper are... is blue. What? Blue, I tell you. So that was the same thing, and then you see where it actually goes up and down. You see where it gets thawed、uh, down. You really see the mechanism sliding against it,、But、so it, it's getting worn down. Are you a hundred percent sure it's not just the floor stretching the room downwards? No, 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 no it no, goes up and down. Up、well. Oh my god,、yeah. that seems like so much effort! Like, wow. Well done, Imagineering, for just that. Because that enhances that. the effect. You get even more of a stretch,、yeah. you know. Because if you just go down, maybe you would get only some sort of effect. But, But if you pull it up as well, it just like,、uh, yes, yeah. And you have both、say. sections that extend. So the wooden section extends, and the wallpaper section extends. So you have both extended at the same time. Oh. So that the so that the proportions stay the same <laughs> yeah, as it mean, extends. Like, it, it like doubly extends, I guess, in that respect. Exactly.、Mm-hmm. exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, it's a great attraction.、Uh, <laughs> so I mean, ultimately, I think what would the dream be? The dream would be for Disneyland Paris to get magic bands, and guests will be able to select the language in their accounts. And then, as you board the Doom buggy, your RFID long range would identify you and switch the language to the language that you would like. But sadly. We do not have access to that technology. If if they do fan days every weekend for every month, they will be able to、it. pay that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at look at Seven Doors Mine Train. It it identifies you, takes a video of you, and then puts it in your account just by、But、having your magic band on your wrist. Ignoring the、yeah. video aspect, every single attraction that takes a photo of you in Walt Disney World does that, right? No, no. With you some, you still to, have to scan you your to, band. Which your ones? Band.、Yeah. All of them, I think. Now, I know I didn't lose any photos when I was there in October, and I didn't do that. You, you never scanned. No, like every single. You have to scan your magic band. Yeah, to get you. Normally, you have、That's、to scan your magic holders, band. That's for ticket holders, isn't it? And no, no. You scan it next then, to the photo、yeah. that you want. Yeah, that's for ticket holders when they don't have the magic band.、For、I、sure. I'm going to be totally wrong here. But I'm almost certain that every well, it might happen at some attractions, but I don't know. They, no, it's they、oh、just. I need to check this. This is like I thought they just <laughs> did it for the Hollywood、uh, Tower Hotel. So Tower Terror just got now the system that you don't have to tap it anymore. That it also goes automatically. I thought that was that was the right they did it. They've got it. So Mine Train definitely Tower,、uh, mm-hmm. definitely、uh, Expedition Everest. Oh no, wait! Oh, you're making me doubt myself. Oh, you really? You to, I need to double check. You have、this. to bleep it, and it becomes green when. No, that's.、Yeah. Oh, you're gonna be yeah, right. Super, I'll do some research. The super satisfying feeling of when it comes green and goes. And does the little、it's、spin. Yeah, I love that. I 
know. It's like you've won something. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I need to check my. All right, so uh, Phantom Matter expected to be uh, in refurbishment until September. And remember, last time we said uh, when uh, when the, the tower closes, the manor opens. I think it's still the it's still gonna be the case. Um, so we're hoping that uh, Phantom Matter will be back for Halloween. So beginning of Halloween season, end Ooh. September, early October. Hopefully they're not late or run into uh, issues because it would be sad to not have it for Halloween. Um, but yeah, anything else on Phantom Matter, guys? No, no. Scaffolding is going a... up, 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 up. So today, yeah, yeah. we've uh, more we've more, educated yeah. Michael a lot tonight. I feel. <laughs> but do do check on your magic band. We'll talk about it on the February episode. Uh, what happens to your magic band and photos? Are well, you researching I, right now, Michael? No. <laughs> yes. Well, Michael, I, I definitely will, am not doing that right now, reading. Well, we're going to close the show, and then you can research as much as you want. <laughs> I will do some research for you. If, if I right. find the time to go over there and check it, I'll do so. Well, I'll let gee, you know. Axel, but when are you going to find the time to go there? Guys, it's not like I don't you know. just go tomorrow. <laughs> how, long, how long do you want to keep this podcast going? <laughs> Uh, I have a list, by the way, guys. Uh, it's from touringplans.com, so it might not be like super up to date. And it's from 2014, so more will have been added since then. Uh, but are you ready for this list? Go. So, Magic Kingdom has Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain. It's missing uh, Seven Doors Mine Train, which means it's probably missing others. Epcot says Test Track, Hollywood Studios, Rock and Roller Coaster, and the Tower of Terror. And Animal Kingdom. Automatic? Sorry. Is that said? Do they say that, that it's automatic? automatic? Yes, or does, automatic does association. Does it have magic band photo pass? No, uh, automatic association. If you're wearing a magic band. Okay, just pause it here. Oh. We'll talk about it in the next episode with proof. We don't with proof it. because Axel is going to. Fine. Yes. Disney World tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky Axel. <laughs> Well, that's it for this for this episode. Axel, have a great trip tomorrow. Uh, Thank you so jealous, much. Especially with the weather that we're having in uh, the UK right now. It is miserable. And in France. Um, <clears throat> have a great trip. Michael, uh, we'll see you uh, next time on the podcast. And Axel as well, of course. Uh, get some information from Disney World for us. Maybe we can have a little Disney World segment and see what's new over there. And uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, joining us. Uh, we will see you next month. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Don't forget to mail the answers in. What's oh, yeah, the so seven joke? Again. What does the seven mean? Don't forget, don't forget to win right. your exclusive ED92 exclusive. pen. We tried to get an author cool. to sign the pen, but he was busy also. So it's just a normal ED92 pen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Bye. guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.